guys, welcome to the podcast. My name is Ashton, and I, I've been on vacation for a week, so it's been a while. Um, today is June, July 24th. It's 11.04 in the morning, and today we are going to talk about the NBA, what has happened in the last couple weeks, and I'm also going to be talking about the Chiefs as well. So today, start... Starting off with the NBA, I'm going to be talking about the Rockets. Um, they, while I was on vacation, and they acquired Russell Westbrook through a trade. They traded uh, Chris Paul to the Rockets. Uh, they traded Chris Paul from the Thunder to the to the Thunder, and Russell Westbrook to the Rockets now, and that. And they just basically swapped out players. The, the Thunder are in a total rebuild now. And that is kind of since Paul George went to the Clippers for the Thunder. And it was time to ship out Russell Westbrook. Um, he was going to go to a, a contender team. He wanted to go to the Rockets. That was his, his big target. I knew that Miami was in talks with getting... Uh, Russell Westbrook and the Pistons as well were also going to get were trying to get Russell Westbrook but he ended up going to Houston and right now everybody's like speculating that they'll have a good on-court chemistry I'm kind of on the fence because Russell Westbrook he's a scorer he's not more of a shooter so he's last year he had his worst shooting season of his career and I don't know I don't know if he can he could I expect him to improve but with him and James Harden they're the two highest usage rating players in the NBA which means they have the ball in their hands the most and they are on the court for a very long time like they do not come off the court they Russell Westbrook is all go, 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 go. And James Harden, he he's a lot of ISO ball isolation. And it's just him and the defender. And he he does a lot of fancy through the dribbles, through the leg moves. And it's just he is out of that. He's out of the world. He's best isolation player on the planet. But James Harden and Russell Westbrook, being a cohesive unit, I I find that hard to believe myself within myself right now. Uh, though I know that they had a good chemistry in Oklahoma City um, when they went to the finals with Kevin Durant. And back then, James Harden wasn't the ISO dominant player that he is today. Um, but I think Russell Westbrook, he's gonna ha- he's gonna have to give up a lot of the ball to James Harden because it's James Harden's team in Houston and Russell Westbrook he's going to have to insert himself in in a new way and I I feel like he's going to have to start making cuts uh, around cutting to the basket um, just finding new ways to possibly get open and get the ball and have to shoot it he's going to have to shoot a high percentage for them to be a really successful team that's just my thinking, and uh, he's. They are going to be a good defensive team. They 
they definitely got better defensively through this trade. Russell Westbrook, he lead, he's, he's one of the league leaders in steals. And uh, when Paul George and Russell Westbrook played together, they were top they were like top two in the league and in steals so I expect him to be still a a top player in the league defensively in steals Um, so that will be something to watch out for in in Houston they will be a a dynamic duo Um, so here's my top five and dynamic duos around the league Um, I got LeBron James and Anthony Davis at number one I got Second, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Third, I got Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving. Four is Steph Curry and Klay Thompson. And fifth is, right now, Russell Westbrook and James Harden. I think there are a lot of dynamic duos in the league right now. That's kind of in the NBA. That's kind of what it's based on right now is dynamic duos. And it's it's really I, – I think the league is – it's a lot more spread out now and it's like more diverse in a lot of ways. And Mike Conley with the jazz helping out, uh, uh, Donovan Mitchell. And, uh, that, that's a dynamic duo there. I mean, there's just a multitude of dynamic duos across the league and it's kind of, it's really, it's really something for the NBA, how they're, more diverse it's it's definitely more competition um and speaking of dynamic duos i'm gonna transition over to the chiefs and uh, they got their dynamic player back in tyreek hill um he's all class speed and he recently uh so the league had been looking into tyreek hill he had been accused of from his ex-fiance now that uh he was he had abused their child and uh he right now the case is still open but they haven't found any new evidence against him or anything they didn't find any evidence against him saying that he actually hurt his child in any way shape and form i know that there's some people that don't like how he's back on the team and some people are against him being in the league at all and uh, you know I think he's 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 definitely got a long hill ahead of him uh, no pun intended but uh, he's he's got a he cannot find him he cannot keep finding himself in these type of situations where he's abusing a woman or abusing his child he has to have his head on straight. He has to keep thinking with his head. And I, if he keeps finding himself in these situations, he will definitely get kicked out, kicked out of the league because it's, it's, he's a creature of habit of coming back to these things. Now, I love Tyreek Hill and his all-class speed and what he can do for the Chiefs on the field. It's, I'm worried about him off the field for sure because um, – Kareem, I, w- I was definitely thinking that he was going to get kicked off the team um, and we would have lost not not just Kareem Hunt but Tyreek Hill, which are all, like, they both are super talented. And I 
I have the Chiefs as the favorites to win the Super Bowl this year because uh, Steve Spagnuolo, that's uh, signing in the offseason, I think puts them over the top to definitely win the Super Bowl. Um, they they just have to work on scheme and getting the right personnel and defensively. And we got Frank Clark and Tyron Matthew, who are all class um, defensive players. Frank Clark, uh, he's a great pass rusher. And Tyron Matthew, he'll be the leader of the defense. He's a safety. He's He'll uh, if you are curious to know who Tyron Matthew is, he has he was in Houston last year. He for the for the Texans, and he led that defense. Now they didn't the Houston didn't really go anywhere. They were they were a pretty sound defensive team, and I think Tyron Matthew can bring that that philosophy over from Houston over to Kansas City and still be a really great leader. I think the Chiefs will be. Top, I now I'm maybe pushing my buttons here, but I say top 15 defense in the league. Um, that's what I see them being. Um, but then yet again, the Chiefs somehow always let the Chiefs fans down and always have a it one. It seems like we have either a really good offense or a really crappy defense or a really good defense and a really crappy offense I mean there's just no there just never seems to be a balance between the two ever since I've been a Chiefs fan just from all the years I've watched it's it's one or the other and this year I think there can actually be a balance between the two and talent has a lot to do with that um, I am still concerned about the corners for for the Chiefs um I know I know Kendall Full, Kendall Fuller is he's a he's a pretty decent cornerback he's not best um and uh, it's guys like him that are going to get picked apart all day long I mean they didn't really make a whole lot of free agent acquisitions in the corner department and it's kind of concerning but I think it will be – there's only growth from here. I think Charverius Ward, he was a, he was a good corner coming in, coming in. He just needed some experience. He got torched in the Seattle game last year. I remember that. He was on uh, – oh, who was uh, – the Seattle's best wide receiver was uh, – I can't remember Doug Baldwin. Doug Baldwin. Uh, what he's not with Seattle anymore, but um, he was torturing Charvarius Ward all day long, and it was just it was hard to watch. But you knew from that game on, he was he started getting more comfortable as he was going on because he knew he knew what he was doing wrong and what he could do better. And you know he's he actually he caught the. It would have been the game-ending interception uh, against Tom Brady in the AFC Championship game, but because of D. Ford being offsides in the neutral zone, he it didn't the play didn't matter, and so the Patriots ended up winning that game and w- went on to win the Super Bowl. 
which was the most boring Super Bowl of all time. Uh, it was not a whole lot of action. If you were a defensive-minded guy and you loved watching de- defensive stops, and that was definitely the Super Bowl for you. But for the casual fan that liked watching 30 to 40-plus point type of games, we didn't get that at all. We got like a 13 to 3 type of game, something like that. It it was really it was a really low score. And uh but we I think the Patriots are going to be really good this year again. I mean, you can never count them out with Tom Brady and Bill Belichick as long as they have those two pillars there. They're always and they always have a chance to compete for uh um, Lombardi Trophy. So, right now, I think that Aaron Rodgers is going to set the world on fire. Um, he has a 90 overall in Madden. I lost my mind when I saw that. I was like, "What is Madden? What are these Madden ra- ratings player like guys doing? Like, they're just—he's going to set the world on fire, but because that's all the motivation that he needs, people like." People don't remember, like, people, like, look at his stats and go, like, oh, this guy didn't really, like, live up to Aaron Rodgers. You guys got to remember, he was on one leg to start off the season. He, like, hurt his leg in, like, the first, like, two games of of the season. So he was kind of on one leg throughout the majority of the season, and then he finally got his leg, both of his legs underneath him, and then he started performing. He's, uh, and I've heard a whole lot of analysts say he doesn't really pick his players up. Well, I definitely expect him to do that this time around this year. And I know that the Packers defense has been improving a lot um, in the offseason, and they are going to be a pretty good team. Aaron Rodgers is the entire offense. He, he makes everything tick so he will all he needs to see is oh people think that I've lost my I've lost my touch and I will remind you of who I am and I think LeBron James will do that too this year he will because everybody is making this who's the best in the world argument in the NBA and they are like Kawhi Leonard is the best Kevin Durant's the best LeBron James is the best player in the world. He will remind us of that this upcoming season. So back to the NFL. Aaron Rodgers is going to shatter. Like He's going to remind us all of who who the best quarterback in the NFL is. And talent-wise, that is. And uh, people like Patrick Mahomes, I love the guy. You know, I'm going to go by Madden 20 because he's the cover of it and I'm probably going to love it and kiss it like kiss the cover like don't like I don't care that I said that but and you can judge me however you want I I love Patrick Mahomes I love the dude to death but I think Aaron Rodgers is just another tier above Patrick Mahomes and uh, I think Aaron Rodgers is, like, he's got all the motivation in the world. He sees that everybody's doubting him, and he's like, why 
Like, you're just – and he's got a new offensive coordinator now. The offense is probably going to struggle a little bit out of the gate because he's got a new offensive coordinator and head, well, and head coach. So, because uh, McCartney got fired. So, he's – the offense will probably be struggling just a little bit, but – I, I see Aaron Rodgers clicking on all cylinders throughout the year, and that offense can only improve. They were, I believe, the 32nd-ranked def- offense in the National Football League with Aaron Rodgers leading the way on one leg. So it can only improve from there. Um, it will be – they will be fine. Um, I don't – expect uh, the Packers to be that bad again on the offensive side of the ball and guys thank you for listening to my podcast today I really enjoyed it Um, if you have like if you have any uh, responses or comments uh, or questions leave them at the bottom of the link and thank you guys have a great rest of your day